What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode number 22 of Granny Shot, your not-so-serious all-things-NBA pod. I'm Ryan Carroll, and today we have a really special episode titled The Granny All-Star Selection Show, in which we are going to reveal our consolidated Granny Shot All-Star starters and reserves. It's going to be a fun episode, but first, let's kick it off as we always do with our Granny Quiz Question of the Week. The question, as always, is themed around the main topic for the week, that being the All-Stars. The question is, Mike Conley is having one of the best years of his career in his contention for his first ever All-Star selection. If selected, he would be the fifth oldest first-time All-Star. The oldest was Nat Clifton in 1957. The other three all received their first selection after the year 2000. Name any of those other three. As always, we'll reveal the answer to the question at the end of the episode. Yo, Delco, Don, how are you guys doing on this fine Super Bowl Sunday? I'm doing great, Ryan. It was a it was a long night. I'm not gonna lie. Woke up at 3 a.m. to a loud bang and a power line falling down next to my house. Drunk driver, out of control. So I lost power for the first like seven eight hours of the day and didn't sleep much, but. You know, that's the world we live in. 2021 is full of surprises, and, and I'm just I, here for the ride, you know. That doesn't sound like fun, Don. I'm sorry. It's, it's all right. I'm having I hope a good you time. still bring the spice and the energy, even though you you lack sleep. I have more spice and energy because I'm now lacking sleep, Ryan. I'm here. We need that's the electricity like from you, Don. hey Delco, how goes it? Better than Don. Uh, just chilling here in Brooklyn. We got another eight inches of snow coming in so just hanging out in the winter wonderland of dirty pea snow right it never ends never ends so it's super bowl sunday like i said you guys got any picks real quick chiefs or chiefs or uh tampa bay i'm going bucks i can't i can't say no to tom brady can't do it very few can i think the chiefs are favored right i haven't really looked into it but yeah chiefs are favored by three I wouldn't want to be the person betting against Tom Brady either. It typically doesn't go well. I'm going to do it. I'm taking the Chiefs, so we'll see. I'm going to go against the grain here. I think the Chiefs are going to win relatively easily. I think they cover. But uh, let's get to the main subjects here, which is basketball. What did you guys think of that quiz question? You think you got it? These are too hard, man. <laughs> you need to d- dumb it down for us common folk. I actually feel pretty good about one of the names. There we go. See, Don Don has confidence. That's only, but it's only because as a kid, I used to collect basketball cards like it was going out of style, which it actually was going out of style. And the other day I had to go into my closet and remove something else. And I found my big binder of all my basketball and football cards and I was going through them and showing my girlfriend who gives zero shits. (laughs) And uh, but one of the cards actually, I believe, is highlighted because he's the player referenced. So... I'm hoping. Interesting. I'm hoping we'll it's him. one of those three. Okay. Yeah. And and uh, to dumb it down for for Delco, Don doesn't need any dumbing down, but Delco does. Uh, the the Nat Clifton guy who is the oldest was over 34 years old. So you're looking for people that were in the range of 33 to 34 years old. So there's a little bit of a hint there. One of them, I think you're going to be upset you didn't get if you didn't get it. I will say that. All right, let's get into our main topic for the week. And as I noted in the intro, it is our Granny All-Star Selection Show. Guys, you sent me your picks already, selecting your East All-Stars, your West All-Stars, and I've consolidated everything to give us a a whole view of what our Granny Shot All-Star team is going to look like. But first, we have a surprise for today. We've got a guest on the show. His name is Nikki. We call him Biz after Bismack Biombo and his resemblance on the actual basketball court to Bismack Biombo. The hustle, the unbelievable hands. It's just uncanny. So we love him. Biz, welcome to the show. And for those of you listening, we brought him in to just give us a little bit more spice on this episode, particularly allowing us to have a little bit more votes from an all-star perspective, and he helps us out on our social media, so we thought it was a good time to have a guest on the show. Biz, how you doing over there? Yeah, doing pretty well over here, buddy. I'm excited, nervous, a little shaky, aroused maybe. I'm I'm just happy to be here on top of it all, but those are a couple adjectives. 
We stay aroused here on Granny Shot. We won't roast you too bad. No need to be worried. Before we dive into our specific selections, let's talk about the fact that we're actually having an All-Star game. March 7th in Atlanta. There's been some controversy around it. Where do you stand on that, guys? Well, I'm. I, it doesn't seem like anyone really wants to play in it. I'm not sure if any player really has stepped forward and said, I think we should have this game. But it seems like there's been a few, including like Darren Fox, who are very against it. And I got to I got to side with Fox on this one. I'm I'm not a big lover of these all star games actually being played in general. Um, typically, they're they're just kind of like, you know, no defense, just people going back and forth dunking on each other um last year's was pretty interesting and i I do think the the draft kind of made it a little bit more competitive but for the most part i just kind of see it as an award and it's not really a game that means anything in the first place and then especially you know nowadays with covid and you can see how seriously they're taking it and how many games are being canceled and how much contact tracing is an issue i just don't really see the risk in putting I, i don't see it being worth the risk to put this all together and bring people in and make this happen for something that at the end of the day really doesn't mean that much. So I'm, I'm kind of against it, but I know, you know, the NBA and I'm sure other sports as well are struggling for, for revenue and looking to get what they can. And I'm sure they're, that's on their mind when they think about the all-star game. But you know, for this one year, I don't, I don't think they should have it. Even if they just did maybe like a skills event or something or got creative with it, it's an opportunity for the NBA to get creative, you know, maybe do, every team sends in a video of like their best dunk from their best dunker on their team and just like releases it that way. And the fans vote, you know, get, get creative with it, but don't, you know, try to put something together that the players don't want to do. And that's just potentially going to mess up the season even more. Yeah. I think you I think it would be dumb for them to have it as well. I think with everything going on, it's not the time. I love the all-star game. Uh, I think the all-star game has gotten a bad rep the past couple of years. I mean, we had an awesome game last year. Um, or was it the year before that? One of the most recent games was like historic. Yeah, it was but, last year because they had that. They did the new scoring in the fourth quarter right. where they do. I think what's it called? Like Elam's ending or something, where they play to an actual point total instead of do it by a, a time. Yeah, it was yeah, pretty I, neat concept. It was cool. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. And I've always, I mean, just growing up, I've always loved slam dunk contests, uh, skills, three point competition, all of that. So i love if they could reinvigorate that. I think something they could do, that'd be cool if they did like a poker tournament with like the all-stars or like, they like incor- <laughs> or like they incorporated some other um, like binary distance event where they could compete. I don't know. I've always thought that'd be cool. Like you, I used to love the show back in the day on Spike. It was pros versus Joe's or Joe's versus pros. Do you guys remember that? Where like yeah, the, that was the average great. Joe's would go against like professional players. I don't know. I love like taking athletes out of their element. So it'd be cool if you could like, have NBA all-star players like play like poker or like distance darts or pool. I don't know. Dude, I want to see, I would love to see that. And Jordan comes in, who's like a known gambler (laughs) and just like, it's like live and you can hear everything they're saying. And Jordan's just talking shit. That would be awesome. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. That pros versus Joe's reminds me of, uh, I think it was Brian Scalabrini who got so much shit in his NBA career some random dude was like, I can beat you one-on-one and Scalabrini played him one-on-one and, and streamed it and just absolutely destroyed the kid. It was, wasn't so it great. like a college baller too? Like it wasn't a totally random person. I think it was a, he was like a D2 or D3 kid. Yeah. I mean, so much smaller. You just don't realize how big these guys are and how strong they are and how ridiculously good they are because, you know, Brian Scalabrini sat on the bench for most of his career, but sat on the bench because he was playing with the other 200 best players in the world. Yeah, it's a I, think, I think it'd be just it'd be smart to incorporate. And it's like, again, I don't think it's worth it. We've already seen the season get shut down so much. I could see a catastrophic event if like we combined all of the best players in the league. And if we had some type of tracing, it would just it would ruin the back half of the season. So I'm yeah. with Doko on that one. It's it's already a problem, too. And it's also a more condensed season. So these guys are tired. Give them an actual all star break. And let's see if we can have a cleaner second half to the season. So I, I definitely agree with you guys. I think it's I think it's dumb from a health perspective. And, you know, they've had challenges this season keeping games on the schedule as is. I think it's dumb. But I what I don't like is that it sounds as the, the narrative seems to be like, oh, it's just the NBA's decision. But the MBPA is also has to be in agreement with it from them to play. 
And Chris Paul's the president of the MBPA. He's adamantly for it. And one of the things that he's been pushing to do is that a lot of the proceeds will go to historically black colleges, things of that nature. So um, I think there is some possible good coming out of it. And the players can complain all they want, but their representatives on the MBPA seem to want to play and seem to have an agreement. So it's just kind of like, you, I think they need to consider that as well. And that should be part of the narrative too. 50% of the proceeds, 50% of the revenue from the game is split between the NBA and the Players Association. So it's a pretty even split there too. So something to consider. All right, let's get into our main topic here today, which is the fun stuff, the Granny All-Star selection piece. So, you know, regardless of whether you think they should have the All-Star game or not, we're still making our picks. The fan vote is in. Some of the fan votes are absolutely ridiculous and funny. One of the ones that I think is my favorite is Clay Thompson is currently 10th in the Western Conference guards list. He hasn't played a single game this year. Um, The fan vote's always a popularity contest, but it's still fun to look at and just see who's in the lead. Now, they do give segmented releases in terms of where the vo- where the players stand throughout the next couple of weeks. The next announcement's going to be on February 16th when fan voting ends, and then the starters will get announced on February 18th. But guys, some of those players on that list, what do you guys think? Anyone getting snubbed or or how ridiculous of a of a list do you think it is this year? Yeah, I feel like it's it's like this almost every year where there's just it's just a popularity vote and especially to see like I mean, I love D Rose, but let's all be real. He isn't up there. One I know that we're going to talk about is Ja Moran as well. Ja is number four in votes and I love Ja as well, but he didn't even make my list. You know, these players aren't even playing any games or very minimal games and they're getting the votes, which is to be expected. But it's just, it's like the same thing every year where it's just, it's not really the best players of the season. It's, it's who's the most popular and, you know, that's not what it used to be. Or who is the best meme. Yeah, exactly. Which, you know, we, we see that all over the place. We see it in retail stock trading. We see it in, I don't know if you remember this, back when in England they they gave a vote to the people to name um, one of the lead boats in <laughs> in their like autonomous, exactly underwater, un, autonomous underwater vehicles. And the community came together and decided on Bodie McBoatface. Yeah, but that's but that's a beautiful fucking name. It is. I'm, I'm saying <laughs> no objections when, here. When you give power to the public and it's really easy to vote on your phone, then the memes will always prevail, and that's what happens here with with Mello and Clay. And I, I don't know about Andrew Wiggins. I don't know if that was a joke or if people are serious about that. But I think one of the one of the themes there, if you look at Clay and you look at how well Steph's doing, although well deserved, but I think it's very clear that the San Francisco fan base is doing a good job of getting their team to vote. Yeah, that's important too. That might have something to do with why someone like Randall was on there, although he is definitely hooping. Um, but yeah, it definitely matters about who's voting, who has the higher population as well as who has the sauciest memes. So yeah. But none of that matters because the granny all-star selection is more important than anything else. Ours are really the true reflection of what the all-star should be. So let's get into a quick overview of how I came up with our granny all-star selection, how we came up with our granny all-star. Delco, Don, and Biz. Now we brought Biz in again this week just to give us a little bit more umph in the uh, vote tallies. They all sent me their votes. I consolidated them together put a point system around it to to ultimately give us our granny all-star team. And we're going to reveal it by starters first, and then we'll get into the reserves. And now Delco, Biz, and Don do not know at all what our granny consolidated list is. So this is going to be a surprise to them and live reactions. So guys, are you ready to hear the Eastern All-Stars? Yeah, give it to me, Ryan. I'm nervous. I'm real nervous. Bated breath. I'm waiting. <sighs> All right. So the Eastern starters are in the first ever Granny All-Star Selection show. We've got Kevin Durant, Giannis, Joel Embiid, Jalen Brown, and Bradley Beal. So Jalen Brown and Bradley Beal as the back as the backcourt starters. Embiid, Giannis, and KD as the front court starters. 
I thought that this one was interesting. They don't really have a point guard here at all. It's kind of interesting to see who would handle the ball. It's guess it has to be Bradley Beal. Could be Giannis, but it's an interesting starting five there. It's very interesting. Missing my boy Starbucks. I was, I'm kind of bummed that Ben didn't make it up there. I was. I, I'm always partial to to Ben Simmons, but I I'm not shocked. I think that front court was probably close to unanimous, if not totally unanimous, amongst the four of us. And then the uh, you can and you can you can let me know if it was or not. But the back court, I'm. I know I went Jalen on that one. I did have Ben Simmons as a ball handler, but Bradley Beal I think was right after him. So I'm not too shocked with that. I'm not upset with that one. You know, I thought I thought that was pretty clear cut. My my first reaction was Jalen Brown. What the fuck? I mean, uh, definitely not my choice. He was down in the in the bottom half of guards for me. He's having a hell of a season, but it is interesting to see him as a starter over names like Kyrie and Harden, who are you know bigger names and also having amazing seasons. So, but but when I look at Jalen's stats, it's really hard to come up with a really good counter argument of why he shouldn't be there because he he's definitely hooping this year there's also like a newness aspect here too you know like people get like voter fatigue and that may be a case for us here in the sense that you know harden is still playing really well he's still definitely deserving of being an all-star starter just from a pure talent perspective but he's having a worse season statistically than he has in the last three years so i think that that just plays into people's decisions as they vote yeah, when you're when you're thinking All Star starter, you're starting to like get a sense of the All NBA team, you know, first and second, maybe third team. And when you hear Jalen's name there, that's you're thinking, I guess he's All NBA level talent, potentially. He he seems to be on the brink brink right now. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if he was on the third team All NBA. I don't get why Harden's not going to be on on everyone's starting five here. I mean. I can play mental gymnastics and forget the first couple games in Houston. I think it's fair to keep Kyrie out because of some injuries maybe, but Beal and Jalen is just a little too lofty for me. I do like Jalen and appreciate him. That's why he was on um, on my bench, but I just think it's too much to put him in the starting five. Beal is, isn't too lofty for me. He's averaging 33 and 5 and 5 fairly efficient, efficiently, so I think having him as even the number one guard out of the East is completely fair. But Jalen, as I was saying, I I can't come up with a good counter argument for Jalen specifically, but it does seem a little bit ridiculous to leave Harden out while he's very casually leading the lead in, league in assists. Harden, Harden's a bitch. Irvin's a bitch. I didn't vote for either of them. Kyrie can go, go back to McDonald's. Uh, that dude is... You guys, you guys like him. You're playing into the flat earthers game. He, he has oh no reason. God. Why doesn't he go back to the strip club in Canada for another three weeks and then we can vote him again for the all-star game? Kyrie he, was further down my list too, just because he hasn't played a lot this season. I, I don't think he's hit the, the minimum number of games in my mind to be a starter. Uh, he was further down on my list, but uh, that, that was, that did play a factor in my mind. I, also I will, voted. I will also say that Jalen Brown was the or sorry, Bradley Beal was the highest rated player from us for consolidated wise. He was the most consistent backcourt player for us. So he had the most points followed by Jalen Brown and Harden was third. But there's just, I mean, you need defense at some point. That's what I like also brought into the aspect of defense, like Harden, terrible defense, Irving, not good defense, uh, Beal, man defense yeah like, that's why you put ben simmons on your starting team don cause, yeah because he is the just okay. absurd what is why is ben simmons not playing that well this year i don't know but if would you tell me well you don't think you don't think he's all-star level not starting all-star no sad sad man right there not even on my ballot to be honest with you what he, he would ben simmons was on one ballot and he was on Don's starting lineup uh, i think i had him at nine that's not on your ballot. You can't get oh, yeah, for starters, yeah. 20 people and they're not. <laughs> <laughs> Show some respect, guys. Right. Yeah. That's all I ask. But also, not, like, all-stars aren't put together the best team to, like, fight the monsters, right? And, like, consider who plays well together. It's just, like, rewarding the best five performances, right? Yeah, I know. He's, he's almost averaging a triple-double this year and he's, he's very good at defense. Two steals, one block. So, I mean, Russ made the fan vote, but I guess that that Russ should be in it too because he's almost. No, because Russ isn't as good as. No, Russ's defense is not as good. 
I think Simmons gets a lot of help in his I, I could, stat line from uh, Joel and B. To be honest with you, but I, I oh, understand your oh, point. Oh, please! That's, Where do you that's think he's getting those assists? <laughs> no, no, no. That's why this is your first time here because that's Make just, that's just inaccurate. Players. That's just wildly inaccurate. Take it, it easy like, on him. It's his first. I got time. my helmet on. <laughs> no, no, no. I can I can accept the arguments from from you guys on Ben Simmons. I don't really get. I honestly I don't get the Jalen Brown hate. I think he is the best defender on that. And out of that entire lineup, he's the best defender. And he's playing offensively very efficient this year. Like, I think he's, I don't, I like, I don't see a problem with him making the all-star game at all. I think he deserves it. Where's Tory Craig on, on your list? He's rising, dude. He's a <laughs> he's rising. Up, up and comer. <laughs> uh, I don't mind Jalen there. It's just a little shocking, but he's having a hell of a season. Wait, so going to the front court, Ryan, who, uh, who was the most unanimous down there? Was it um, Durant? The most unanimous was Embiid, followed by Durant, followed by Giannis. It was incredibly close. We don't. No one has any real argument there, right? Those are the obvious three, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, yeah. If if there were any arguments there, we would have had some serious problems. Somebody I would have just had to deem as a total moron, even though I already think most of you are. So let's get into the the East reserves. I think lessons wise from the starters it sounds like the only maybe big question mark there is Jalen Brown but Don thinks Ben Simmons should be in there that's a little ridiculous but regardless you know the the front court was an easy one for us but the east reserves some of the names that we talked about that should have been on the starters are in here I'm going to go down the list this is actually an order of how we voted so as I read their names they're listed in a way that would push them closest to the starting lineup so number one was Harden. He was kind of that sixth man in our vote. Number two was Kyrie. Number three, Jason Tatum. Number four, Malcolm Brogdon, which would be a first-time All-Star there. Number five, Vucevic. Number six, questionable, Sabonis. And number seven, Don Starbucks boy, Ben Simmons. Being absolutely carried by his one vote in the starting lineup, he didn't get any other votes. So that is the East Reserve team. What are your guys' thoughts? Okay, let's let's show some respect first of all. I think I don't know. I'm glad Sabonis made it. He deserves it. Get Kyrie and Kyrie and Harden are God. No one wants to see them play. I just I hate the fact that they're even the, like gonna make it. That's just a popular name. Ah, uh, I just I don't know. There's no energy. There's no fun in that one, in my opinion. I like dude, guys. Have you I, watched? Have you watched? Dude, like when he's on the me. court, he is has complete control of the offense and can score at will and is yeah. very when clearly on- one of the best, if not like top three offensive players in the East. No, Kyrie is buns. And <laughs> the fact that guys like Colin Sexton, who's having a fantastic year, is missing out. Um, Colin Sexton, dude, get the fuck out of here. No. Just because he had like two good games against My Cavs. doesn't mean he deserves My to Cavs. be in the fucking all-star game. Yes, he does. Sexton Sexton was another guy that only got one vote from all four of us, and it also came from Don. Don had read- some questionable votes in here. Did Don, really Don just sent off? his fantasy team over for his votes. I mean, Ted Sexton. <laughs> wow. Not, I don't have Sexton. Show some respect. Julius Randle. Loves the Cavs. Am I the only person who voted for Julius Randle? Yes. Yeah. Oh my. Okay. You guys are out of control. Out, absolutely out of control. Julius Randle is having a monster year. Yeah, Absolute but he's still savage. Not not all star. No, his right? name. No, his name isn't Kyrie Irving. Is so who's your? You you've named three people, Don. Who's your number one snub yeah. up this he's list? He's averaging twenty twenty three eleven and six. Not everybody can be a snub. Who's your number one snub? Pick a guy out of the names that you just said. Yeah, for the people from your list. Is it Sexton? Is it no, Julius Randle? No, I think it's Julius Randle. Is Wait. it Andre Drummond who you also voted for? No. I think Cavs boys. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, they're all they're Christ. having great seasons. So which which guy? It's it's it's, it's Randle. Julius Randle, biggest yeah. snub. Randle's having Randle, he's having a fantastic year. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, but he's having the best year of his career, but he's not good enough to these are the 12 best players in the East is supposed to be, you know, he can be having a career year and still not be one of those 12 best players. So re- go get like rename the front court again. Who is in the front court for the East, the reserves? The front court would be Sabonis, Vucevic and Tatum. Yeah. Okay. Vuce- okay. Vucevic can go. He's having, Vucevic is having a pretty good year. Like I like Vucevic, but like when you look at him compared to Randall this year, it's not even close. 
I'll second that. I think I'm out on Vooch as well. Yeah, I'm, I don't I'm, know. I didn't vote for Vooch. I mean, that's. I think that's kind of ridiculous. I'm, I'm shocked, guys. We're missing someone. I don't think anyone's called him out yet. Where, where, where's Miles Turner? Miles Turner only got one vote. He's working at from, Wendy's from Biz himself. <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, we must be recording on different planets. Where the, are you guys kidding? This guy's pushing Defensive Player of the Year. Legitimately yes. pushing defensive player of the year, and you're not even. And Dan, Mister Defense over there, is not even going to have Miles Turner on his reserves. I need Take more it easy I need, over there, Biz. I need more than just like two, three blocks. He does nothing besides two, that. three. That's, he's averaging four blocks a game. First of all, I love Miles Turner. I didn't vote for him not because I don't think he's having a fantastic season, but because of some of the other names that I just had to put in front of. Yeah, him. And exactly. He's, he, he's kind of he's kind of one dimensional in my opinion. You know, he's he, he's a rim protector, but He's great at that one dimension. Right, exactly. But like to your point, yes, he's he's in the contention for Defensive Player of the Year. Rudy Gobert has been in contention for Defensive Player of the Year for three years, and he's never made the All-Star game. I, exactly. I, I get it. I just think Miles is, also has some offensive value as well. I mean, and you're telling me he does one thing really well, like defense is half of the game. I, I don't I don't know. At some point, Can we got to reward Miles. But I, I don't think it's like defense is the one thing he does well. I think it's like blocking shots and you know when you look at his you know ability to guard on the perimeter or you know he's he's solid he's a good defender but it's not like put him on the all-star level above people like like the like Vucevic. like the snubs <laughs> snubs in my opinion like yeah Vucevic seriously spare he's me a hell of a player and and Sabonis and Middleton who I think was a massive snub Middleton is uh, do you get, okay. You can just leave now if you think Middleton deserves to be on that list. Middleton got one vote, and it wasn't from Delco, so I don't know why he thinks it was such a big snub. <laughs> That's awkward. <laughs> I had Middleton on as a as a wild yes, card. I think had he's Middleton had on. some solid solid stats that he's been putting up. I mean, he's a that guy is like a very foundational player for the Bucks. I think he does a lot of things and plugs some holes here and there. Obviously that team's based around Giannis, but Middleton's very critical to them. And I think he's shown it. Dude stepped up his game from last year. Yeah. We have to remember guys, this is our consolidated list and we have to own this as our list, right? I know we're disappointed that some of our guys aren't on there, but we have to, and and I'm going to propose a vote here. Can we vote to veto Ben Simmons off of this list? And pick somebody I, else. I have several con- candidates right wait. at my fingertips who I'd rather put in place. Wait, Ben Simmons made the reserves? Are you listening? Yes. Yeah, ben Simmons made the reserves because you're Let's the only go. person that voted for him. <laughs> yes, he's the most versatile. Let's go. Dude, yes. If, if you guys are going to allow Vooch to be on that list, then I get Ben Simmons. Because Vooch, is he should nowhere be on the reserve list this year. Like, right, so we're not allowing vetoes, it sounds like. The one guy that I will say that was the biggest snub to me that no one has brought up is Zach Levine. I thought I think Zach Levine very easily could sneak into a reserve spot, especially over Ben Simmons. So that's the one guy that I would slide in over Ben Simmons if it is entirely up to me. Dude, Zach Levine gets forgot a lot. I, I saw him on the list and I didn't even pick him, but he. whenever I do watch the games, he is an absolute baller. But for some reason, I just like never... Maybe it's because the Bulls are just such a weird team. I never think to have him up there. You know, it sucks for him. Yeah. All right. Let's one last little point here on the East is that Malcolm Brogdon, first time all-star would be for him. He did get one starting vote from our newcomer, Bismack, which I thought was interesting. He's having a great year, but starter worthy. I don't know. I'd be, I'd be curious to hear the case of Brogdon over Fred Van Fleet, who's also having an incredible year and went out and had a 50-plus a point performance, and he's been real consistent for that Raptors team, who I, I think is on the rebound. Well, just to be honest, I, I think the driving factor and the difference between why uh, you might have Brogdon over Fred is the record on the team. Also, I think that it's nice when Fred plays with someone like Kyle Lowry and he's got a solid guy in Siakam. I mean, obviously, I've been pretty high on Turner, so I see where Brogdon's getting help there on the defensive end. But I look at the Pacers when I do watch them, and they've actually been kind of fun to watch this year. I see Brogdon as the engine of that offense. Like, there's no way around it. Sabonis gets what he gets uh, purely because of Brogdon. He's, you get, Sabonis is great. I don't want to take anything away from him, but at some point, he gets past the ball and he gets great looks. Brogdon is a great decision maker, and I think he's been honestly the leader of that team for a while now definitely a regret from the bucks totally agree with that point all right east roundup here 
starters again, Bradley Beal, Jalen Brown, Joel Embiid, Giannis, Kevin Durant, and the reserves, as controversial as they may be, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, Jason Tatum, Malcolm Brogdon, Vucevic, Sabonis, and Ben Simmons. God, Vucevic. Jeez. Fucking Ben Simmons. I'm, I'm ashamed that Ben Simmons You're more ashamed is associated with our prestigious granny shot name. Vucevic. Jeez. All right, let's move on to the Western Conference now, guys. So the I actually think the East was a little bit more interesting, especially from the starter perspective. The reserves is a world get a little bit uh, more spicy. But let's reveal our Western starters. And I think this is going to be pretty chalky. I don't think there's going to be any huge uh, debates on this. But first, Dame, Dame Lillard, Curry, the other backcourt mate in the starting lineup. Then you've got Kawhi, LeBron, and Jokic. Now, I'll ask the question, but I think I already know the answer. Any big controversy with any of those picks there? Not for me, but you could make a strong argument for Luka replacing one of those two. I'm not sure who it would be. They're both just balling so hard right now, carrying their respective teams, where going back to Biz's point, the Mavs don't really have the record to back it up, and and Lucas kind of struggled a little bit out of the gate, so... Uh, that's the only name that I think could come up, but I, I think it's pretty chalk also. Yeah, and, and Luca is the first name on the reserves. It was pretty close between him, Curry, and Dame to battle for those two spots in the backcourt there. But I, I, I personally think that the right choice was made. I think Dame and, and Curry are the two best backcourt players in the Western Conference. Yeah, I had I had Luca above Curry, but... I was I was watching those highlights last night when he hit <laughs> that Curry at fifty seven yeah. last night. Yeah, I'm not upset. He hit that logo three, and I was like, okay, it's whatever. I, I can I can live with that as long as Luke is on the reserves. I thought I don't know. I thought AD might was a little bit of a snub, but but who who would you slide AD in over Kawhi, LeBron, or Jokic? Kawhi. Interesting. I think personally, I, I would slide him in over LeBron, but I didn't. The starters was exactly how i had my starters convenient what are you suggesting there someone's pulling the strings puppet master over here <laughs> let me, let, me hear, here. let me hear those reserves all right so the reserves in order just like in the east we like i said you've got luca ad paul george donovan mitchell darren fox mike conley first time all-star trivia question theme and Christian Wood as the last person sliding into the team there. So again, I'll rename it one last time real quickly. Luca, AD, Paul George, Donovan Mitchell, Darren Fox, Mike Conley, and Christian Wood. F to Christian Wood, man. That ankle injury did not look good. And you hate to see it, especially from a guy having a, a hell of a breakout with a new team. He's got a great story. Hopefully he gets gets back soon, but he was definitely playing like an all-star. Yeah, he. Uh, I definitely. I was the last one on my list actually that I had sneaking in. I am a little shocked we don't have Zion there. I had Zion making making Zion all stars. Sucks. I've I've been okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm 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 uh, I'm somewhere in the middle of this argument. I definitely don't think Zion sucks. But <laughs> yeah. I, I definitely don't think he deserves to be in the All Star game, and he's nowhere even close to my most snubbed list. He the top he, of my. He's not even my top Pelican all-star like yeah me neither i had ingram over him that's, that's that, 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 Zion has a lot a lot to learn and you have to hope that when he learns it he's able to stay healthy like he can stay healthy long enough to learn some of the things that he needs to learn to become a a true star because he's not quite there yet in my opinion yeah i mean he's super young i still think he's a snub i think he's having a fantastic year um throw I, him in the dunk contest and let's forget about him right he doesn't need to be in the all-star game this year said the same thing for zach levine man it's all he's good for uh, zach me- levine <laughs> deserves it this year levine's a much bigger snub than than uh than zion by far yeah i'm not saying i'm not saying zion's a snub necessarily i'm just surprised that was i the only one that voted for him well, yes you were the only person that okay. voted for him i'm glad fox made it i voted for fox again He's having a great season. I'm glad. I don't know if I'm the only one that did, but he's having a good, like a really good year. I'm glad that they made it. The Kings are actually like kind of fun to watch. Yeah. So I, I felt like I was forced to vote for Fox, even though I wouldn't have guessed that I would have picked him. But as I started going through it, I was like, huh, I'm not sure who else I would put here. So I put Fox, but I was a little surprised there. I think that once you get past like spot number eight, 
it's like a total clusterfuck in terms of who you could have picked in the West. Like after you get past Luca, AD, and Paul George, I think it's like anybody's guess. Now I'm upset that Gobert didn't make it in our list. I really want him to make it. I think he deserves it. I know it shouldn't be based off of, you know, you've done your dues kind of thing. You deserve to be in the all-star game at some point, but I just sort of feel like he's done his dues. And at some point he just deserves to make it. And, and I think, you know, he deserves to be selected, right. As opposed to maybe getting inserted for an injury reason or something like that. Yeah. He, he wasn't too far down my list. I had him right after Ingram who was uh, after Wood, but, the, the West front court, once you get to like the Gobert Ingram area and you start to look at like like Zion and others, it, the the West front court wasn't that deep. There wasn't that much to cho- choose from after the first eight or so. I actually had Harrison Barnes at 10 on my list and felt really gross about it, but he's having an okay season out there in Sacramento. But I, I don't like to see Donovan Mitchell on this list. He struggled a lot uh, to start the season and he does seem to be a name that we're just like, Oh, he's good. He had an incredible bubble last year and you know, he should probably be an all-star. But when you look at the numbers, uh, I would put a few other people above him, like shy Gilgleas Alexander, uh, DeMar DeRozan. And then I I had Conley over Mitchell as well. I think Conley is having a better season than Mitchell's uh, to this point in the year. I had Conley over Mitchell as well. I'm a big Mike Conley fan. I really hope he makes it. He's a great guy. He's to my point earlier. I think he's done his dues. And I just really want to see him in there. Um, he's number one in the Raptor metric. He's like, he's at the top of a lot of the advanced analytics in the league this year. He's having a career year, and I think this would be a great time for him to make it. He'll never win. He'll never be in the fan vote, though. No, he's not. He's not a sexy fan vote kind of guy. Where did the Mitchell votes come from? The Mitchell votes came from Biz, Don, and myself. No, I didn't vote for Mitchell. Yes, I did. Never mind. Inaccurate. Sorry about that. <laughs> Don Don Sorry. was drunk when he sent me his his yeah. picks. It's my birthday weekend. That's why Ben Simmons was on there. Carol didn't count all the votes. Controversy. <laughs> Stop the steal. Stop the steal. <laughs> yeah. No. I guess. I mean, Mitchell's having a good season. That's. It's it's a. I, I, I wouldn't be offended on the Mitchell hate. You know who fought their way off this list this year is Devin Booker. Oh yeah. Like Ooh, he should have fall he, from he grace. should absolutely be on this list, but you you look at his season and he just you know hasn't had it and and he's been solid and he's stepped up in moments when it matters. I, it's mainly it seems to be just kind of a deferment to CP3, but definitely not what you expected from him this season and probably not what the Suns expected from him this year either. Speaking of CP3, CP3 was closer to making it to our list than Devin Booker was. Devin Booker didn't receive a single vote. CP3 should be should be in here. I mean, everywhere he goes, that team becomes a playoff team. The Thunder are trying to tank last year, apparently, and they get CP3 and they're in the playoffs. The Suns are trash and then they pick up CP3 and now they're fighting for a strong playoff seed. So maybe it's voter fatigue or something, but he should absolutely be on this list. Especially, especially over someone like Mitchell. Wow. I'm not going to argue that. I do think that there is some voter fatigue in there. Yeah, that's why Gobert didn't make it. He should never make it. That's. I, I don't even know how to respond to that. That's just. That's Look, just I mean, his numbers wrong. are his numbers are just like I, I just I don't get the hate again. <laughs> the Julius Randle hate, and then you look at Gobert's numbers, and you're like, you're like, okay, that's like it's like a flaccid Wednesday. This it's is like, coming from Don, who literally defended Ben Simmons making the team because of his defense. And now he's like, but look at the numbers of Gobert. Go, Just yeah. look at the numbers. Yeah, look at the positions they play. That matters, Ryan. But Gobert is a defensive star. He's the defensive star on the, the league-leading Utah Jazz. Like, they, they have the best record in the league. And the New, York Knicks, Gobert. the New York Knicks, meanwhile, sit two games under five hundred with yeah, Julius Randle leading the way. Okay, the first of all, the Jazz are way more than just Gobert. I think Gobert is one of the actually least important factors on that team right now. What? Yes, I completely agree with that. Their scoring, their depth, it goes way further than just him as a player. He is not. He's performing very average for what he's needed to do right now. If you put another big man on that team who can get boards and decent blocks, he's going to fill that void. Oh, my God. Just like Gobert is. They must have missed that memo when they gave him that contract. <laughs> okay, that contract was ridiculous. <laughs> 
you think that? I mean, like, I I agree uh, with you that the I'm jazz the, the jazz are great in the sense that it's it's a team effort and it's not like one individual guy. But to say that Gobert is not you know a critical piece on the team is just mind boggling to me. I don't like, know how you, you can't, can make that argument. You can't plug in someone who is similar and also not bad like you can't plug in a jared allen or steven adams into that roster and expect the same outcome like gobert brings a lot more uh to a team than just I disagree. A, a giant body who can rebound he's, he's I, I think you could I, I think you could easily plug in jared allen to that team and then still be successful like they are well jared allen hopes that people agree with you and he can get a contract like what gobert i have i have no doubt about that actually i think i i'd actually prefer jared allen Jared out on that team over Gobert. Oh my God! What? Here goes Don on his fucking <laughs> the Cavs. Cavs boner again. <laughs> Jesus! Look, every single wow. time a Cavs player gets brought up, it's like six to midnight for Don over there. Let's please not turn this into another Cavs episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I, I, I actually think like like I said, the West wasn't as controversial as the east it sounds like the only big controversy is gobert didn't make the team but recapping the west starters and the west reserves again damian lillard steph curry Kawhi, lebron Jokic for the starters really no debate there reserves luca ad pg donovan mitchell darren fox mike conley christian wood will christian would even be eligible by the time the all-star game rolls around I guess it depends on the extent of his injury. We'll see who would slide into that seventh spot. Sounds like all of us seem to agree, except for Adon, that that's probably either a Gobert, maybe a CP3. Any other final thoughts or, or final words of wisdom on our granny all-star selections here? I didn't know Either you guys it. loved your your flaccid big men. Fusevich, Gobert. I didn't know that was your style. I like a little meat on my bones, Ryan. Vucevic is so so underappreciated. It's unbelievable. I like Vuce. I like Vucevic. I think he's had a great career. I was a big proponent on him. I'm just saying for the All Star game, he does not deserve to be on that list. He's like a Jokic light man. He's he's okay. good at everything. He's really smart. A great team player. Can score. Can rebound. Play solid defense. He just does everything that you need from a big man. Right. All right. All right, guys. We're, we're, <laughs> we're not. We're not going to agree. We 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 have our final list, and we have to own our list. Okay. So, Biz, we're looking to you to to publish this to the world so that we can get hated on or loved for it. I think we're going to get a lot of hate for that Ben Simmons pick, even though it was all Don that picked it. Dude, he's like the we're ninth gonna, or tenth person on own list. It. Yeah, we we got it, Don. You love. I mean, it, at the end of the day, Wiggins and D Rose and Mello aren't on our list, so it's at least better than what exists out there in the fan vote. We can hang our hat on that. I guarantee. I guarantee you, more Granny Fannies will agree that Ben Simmons to be deserves to be on there than Gobert as your snub. We should find out about that. Let's see. The Granny Fannies support Don, not Ryan. <laughs> Blast! It's just absolutely I think we blasphemous. Should. I think we should try to hear from some of our fans out there. They should, we should. Send let's an do email a poll. NBA gmail dot com with some of their thoughts. Yeah, Granny Fannies, let us know. Tweet us, email us, whatever it may be. Do you trust me or do you trust Don? Stop! Let's band together to stop Don's reign of terror. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Since we're on the I, PR plug, I'd like to add that Granny Shot NBA is the Instagram handle, the official Instagram handle of the Granny Shot podcast. So feel free to give us a follow and send me a DM because I work those. Send Thanks, nudes. Guys. Send nudes. Granny Shot. All right, guys. Granny Fantasy segment of the week. What are your big picks coming up for the week or any of your uh, hot pickups for the rest of the season here for, for fantasy basketball? All right, I'll start with a, an obvious one, but I think it needs to be mentioned. DeMarcus Cousins should be owned in every league after the Christian Wood injury. Um, he won't be the old DeMarcus Cousins. He will miss games, but when he plays, he's going to absolutely ball if you can handle his efficiency issues. Um, in the upcoming week, I'm looking at a few players like Derek White, who's back in the starting lineup. I called him out a few weeks ago and he instantly got hurt. So sorry for anyone who listened to me, but uh, Derek White is still available in a lot of leagues and he's going to be a very solid player rest of season. 
Um, Daniel Tice as well is up for a big week, in my opinion, if you're looking for blocks, field goal percentages, um, and someone uh, who can get rebounds and won't hurt your turnovers. Going a little bit deeper, I'm looking at uh, Cody Zeller and Gary Trent Jr. BJ Washington's still dealing with an injury, but even when he comes back, Cody's proven that he's going to be a very solid end of bench guy uh, as long as he can stay healthy. And Gary Trent Jr., with all the injuries that the Blazers are dealing with, he's stepping into some solid minutes and is a really great source of threes. And finally, my super deep look for next week is Dorian Finney-Smith, who gets a lot of strong minutes for the Mavs. He's a much better real-life player than he is a fantasy player. He's very important to that Mavs team, so his minutes aren't going anywhere. But from a fantasy perspective, he's got four games coming up this week, and he's someone you can plug in at the end of your bench and really won't hurt you um, anywhere. So uh, for those more competitive, deeper leagues, I'm looking at Dorian Finney-Smith for a a short-term streaming ad. Yeah, I'll tack on to that because uh, the what I was going to bring up was just a, a look at the schedule from a team's perspective, and Dallas is one of those teams that has a front-end loaded schedule. A lot of teams have four games this week, but Dallas has four games between Monday and Thursday, so a good streaming option for the first half of the week there. Some other teams that have a, a good first half of the week are the Trailblazers as well as Houston. So any players on on those teams that are not currently rostered would be good streaming options for you. Yeah, if you can grab some players to have that back-to-back Monday, Tuesday, get you off to a hot start, then go from there. I'll just give two quick players. Um, I guess ones that I just overall like. I won't go like schedule-oriented, but LaMarcus Aldridge is now out. Uh, who knows how long he will be out, so I'm looking at the Spurs front court specifically. Uh, Pirtle is a great, a great guy who can be efficient, get rebounds, and he's defensively really nice as well. Um, and then one person that I've been holding on to most of the season is, is Keldon Johnson looking for him to step up. He's had a breakout year. And then he, you know, in the very beginning of the season, when LaMarcus was out, that's when he had his best games. So if he is available, um, I would definitely look to see if I can catch some value there. And then another easy pickup, I think if you need rebounds, efficiency and defense, Derek favors, he is an injury nightmare at some points, but he is playing very well for that Utah Jazz team. And he does, again, get nice steals, blocks, efficiency across the board. And he seems to be getting a relatively healthy amount of minutes, anywhere from 16 to 20, playing with that all-star go bear over there. So, um, yeah, he's a nice pickup as well. It's just so disrespectful to go bear. I don't even know what else to say. I'm just going to pretend like I didn't hear that. You disappoint me, Don. He gets fantasy kudos for uh, starting coronavirus in the NBA. I'll give you that. (laughs) That was not a great look for the uh, Stifle Tower. (laughs) All right, that ends our Granny Fantasy segment for the week. As always, we'll do that each week going forward. Uh, But let's get into our Granny Quiz question answer. So if you listened to the beginning of the episode, you heard the question. I'll reread it here. Again, it is themed after the episode that we just talked about. All-star themed. And the question was, Mike Conley is having one of the best years of his career and is in contention for his first ever All-Star selection. If the All-Stars go based off of the granny selection, he's going to make it. If he is officially selected, he would be the fifth oldest first-time All-Star. The oldest was Nat Clifton in 1957. He was over 34 years old. The other three all received their first selection after the year 2000, so relatively recently. Name any of those other three. So I'm not even looking for all three. If you get one right, I'll give you the points. I've dumbed it down for you guys real hard here. Can I guess two first? No, you can each guess one. All right, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Gerald Wallace. Gerald Wallace. Wallace. Is Wallace is wrong. Fuck. <laughs> wrong. 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 <laughs> Biz. Wow. I I think. I got this one, but I'm not sure. Um, I really wish I had two guesses, though. I'm, I'm going to have to... F- <sighs> Kemba Walker? Wrong. Should have gone with my other guess. Don. The alien. Sam Cassell. Sam Cassell is one of them, yes. At 34 years, two months old in 2004 with the T-Wolves. I think they were the one seed that year. One of the years that the T-Wolves are actually good. Fuck you, Don. 
got that basketball card if you got any if anyone is interested in buying that let me know because i'm trying to wheel and deal baby i'll trade you some pokemon cards for a sam cassell rookie card i got a, I got a go bear rookie card i'll trade you <laughs> right, I, I, any other guesses the one that i thought what you about wait wait, get, wait, you wait, wait. Gotten. is it al jefferson al jefferson no oh jj reddick no no you're on the right path there. He's a shooter and he's white. Kyle Corver. Boom. There you go. Kyle Corver. That's the one that I thought you guys were going to get. Kyle Corver was 33 years, 11 months old. Got it. Um, when he was on the Hawks that year, that the Hawks had four starters, not four starters, four players selected to the All Star game. Yeah. With the DeMar we can do a little Harold bonus, snub. little de- little bonus question here. Can you guys name those four guys that made the All Star game that year? Al Paul, Paul Millsap, Al Horford, Jeff Teague, Joe Johnson. There you go. Kyle Parker. Oh. No. <laughs> and that that was the team. Who invited Biz? That, that was the team that, that had like that historic three-point shooting year. I think they were like the one seed, right? And then they were. LeBron but nobody had any like, faith in them. Dick the regular them. season Hawks. Le- LeBron just like slept walked through that series. And the Hawks were trying their hardest and failed miserably. They tried. All right. So, Don continues his reign of dominance in the Granny Quiz Question of the Week. We do have multiple weeks left in 2021. Delco, you'll have your chance to catch up, but right now it's pretty embarrassing for you. Hopefully, you'll get one right here in the near future. So, I don't get any any partial points for the quarter <laughs> guess that you we'll, led me to? We'll, we'll, we'll give you a quarter of a point. Let's right. go. That. All right, guys. That's going to wrap it up for us today. As Nikki mentioned, as Biz mentioned earlier, please give us a follow on Twitter at GrannyNBA. Shoot us some emails with your thoughts on our all-star selection. Email is GrannyShotNBA at gmail.com. And please follow us on wherever you listen to your pods, Spotify, Apple Music, wherever. Thanks again for listening to us. This is Granny Shot. Could you-